Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. We thank you so much for tuning in to the Men's and Women's Leadership Academy We Dream Podcast. My name is Gavin. My name is Gia. And today we have a very special guest, our hey. very own Marcus Struther. Hey, how you, doing, how you guys man? doing? I'm amazing, always. Hey, we stoked. So stay tuned. Here we go. Let's do it. Yes, we can. All right, Marcus, how you doing, man? I'm amazing. Excited to be here. Glad to see Gio over there. Good to see Gavin. All the people in the background, except for CC. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Man. We love CC too. Man. Of course we do. In Raymond. Um, but I'm really excited to just be talking to you, Marcus, just because um, you're involved in so much and um, you're one of my mentors. I'm proud to say that. And I'll think the same thing for Gio as well. For sure. I um, appreciate that. So I'd love to pick your brain today. Let's pick it. All right. Um, and first off, before we get, you know, too deep, I just want to acknowledge this man right here. He has the best uh, flat cap Kangol fedora <laughs> game in Northern California. So if you Crazy. see a, a brother walking down the street, you know, just stunting like that, that's Marcus. You know who it is. Exactly. You know who it is. Exactly. I appreciate that, too. Now I got to go <laughs> buy a new hat. Um, so let's talk about your family. I know you're a family man. Um, talk to me about your family. Yeah, I talk to you about my family. So I have a beautiful wife uh, who's an amazing uh, mother to three, our three beautiful young people, I should say. Uh, one is almost a young adult. She's 18 years old, uh, in college now, doing great work. Trinity, uh, who we love to death, she is uh, pushing herself to a place to get into marine biology, so we're excited to see where that goes. I uh, have two beautiful young men twin boys Marcus and Christopher who are continuously making us proud so you know it's it's just exciting and to be with them all the time and to spend time uh, just really watching them grow and then watching our relationship me and my wife as we continue to grow even though it's been you know close to 20 years that we've been together so it's awesome that's sure. beautiful especially that you said you continue to grow I like that um, and then also you know just getting to know you a little more what what are your favorite things to do in your, your off time? Because I know you're especially, you know, heavy on the health and healing, especially mm -hmm. working mm -hmm. with students all day. What do you like to do just to relax, kick back? Oh, man. So I have a beautiful oasis in my backyard. We've got a nice little pond, a couple fountains. Uh, you know, we have very small. They're just mosquito fish, but they make me excited when I get to see them and just watch them kind of going around the pond. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's a space for me to be able to meditate, for me to be able to get into my own place where – I can really take time to just kind of center myself and see where I'm at and kind of plan out the week and think about life and, you know, make sure I'm in a good space for my wife and kids. You know, if I can go take a walk, I'm going to go take a walk. If I can take time to just read, I'm going to read. I love opening a book. I'm usually reading somewhere from three to five books at a time. So all of that stuff is great for me. Um, any type of music that I can turn on, I love, you know, listening to uh, Billie Holiday uh, any great jazz artist turning that on and just enjoying, you know, if it's John Coltrane, Miles Davis, um, Nat King Cole, and just being able to listen to the crooners. I love it. All of that. Oh, gee, status. All of right. like, <laughs> of like the current, current artists, who do you think, um, is making like that kind of quality music that you can, you can yeah. still enjoy? Wow. So Molly music is somebody that I really enjoy. I appreciate what he is doing, uh, for, 
me right now, I would I don't know what it is about our UK R&B female singers, <laughs> but they are bringing heat. You know, Ella May, um, I'm going to mess her name up. I think it's Dahalia, De- Damali, I might be saying her name wrong. Ooh, ooh, but she... <laughs> She's good too, and I know I'm blowing her name. And if she Ooh. hears this at some point, I'm sorry. Yeah, Ella's coming to Sac State. I I it, heard about that, which is exciting. But um, yeah, so the UK R&B singers, female wise, are just doing some amazing work. But I love her, you know, sure. and I'm excited because Ella May has a duet with her on her new album coming out next week. So I'm looking forward LMI. to that. Is it Ella Mai? I think it's Ella Mai. Why you? We why apologize. You let me go on all this time. Nobody ever told I mean, me. I didn't want to interrupt. I didn't you, want to interrupt. You should have. <laughs> Correct me. Okay, well, it's hey, LMI. Uh, LMI. LMI. All right. Okay, See, so I didn't now, know that. Now we know how to pronounce that, and we know a little bit more about <laughs> you. Might as well just be done with the podcast now. <laughs> it's all good. Right, right. The way. Right? Um, it's all good. But I also want to throw in one more. BJ, the Chicago kid. So, mm. okay. love I BJ. Like yeah. I like that. Um, and I, you know what stuck out to me is when you said meditate. What does that look like to you? Because I know people have their you know perceptions of what that is. What mm-hmm. does it mean for you to meditate? Yeah, so it's a little bit different on the day. Every day at 5.30, you know, I get get myself up in the morning, take time to be able to meditate anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes where I do really get into a quiet space, really try to just center myself and let my thoughts go. Uh, but meditation can also look different for me. So I have a very uh, robust, I would say, uh, gardening area in my backyard so when I can take time to go and prune the roses or just walk through and look at my my fruit that I have out in the backyard and kind of just clean up in that space it's quiet for me it's an opportunity just to be in nature and be able to experience that so that's a meditative type of space as well Uh, and then again reading you know I can really go to my own world when I'm reading and that also can be meditative so you know I look at meditation in many different ways um, whatever way allows me to quiet my mind and get my body together in a space where my mind can really relax is good meditation. I remember the first time I was in that space that you're describing was down in um, it was the um, the CBMA retreat and we Denver, doing, Colorado. Yes. <laughs> and we were doing yoga and that was so foreign to me. But it just put me in that place that you're talking about. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. And that was with Changa, Changa Bell. Yes. Yep. Shout out to Changa doing men's yoga, doing amazing work, and the Fun 2 Foundation with Robert Smith, yep. uh, bringing us down there, of course, with the partnership of our wonderful campaign for Black Male Achievement and Sean Dove and all the great work that they're doing out there. Yes. So it's, thank you That all. was amazing. We loved it. Fly fishing, horseback mm-hmm. riding, archery. It was cool. It was cool. Yes, definitely. Um, so now we're just going to get into it. Um, we're going to be talking about MLA just because you are one of the founders, I want to say, of that. Um, what does it mean to you, Men's Leadership Academy? Um, what does it mean to you uh, being almost your baby? What does it mean to you? Hmm. I'm going to throw Women's Leadership Academy in there, too. Is that okay? That's totally sure. fine. Please I appreciate do. that. So Men's and Women's Leadership Academy, it's funny that you said it's it's almost my baby. Um, you know, Dr. Stacy Alt, uh, who we definitely want to give props to, who is a huge uh, proponent of why this actually got started here in Sac City and then of course Mr. Adrian Williams yep. uh, and I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up our former superintendent Jonathan Raymond uh, who was here in Sac City had a big piece to do with bringing Men's Leadership Academy here initially and then of course now we have Women's Leadership Academy. Uh, for me I do still consider it my baby because I think there's some things that I tried to bring some different elements to be able to grow it in a way that uh, I believe that it's starting to go and it's it's my passion 
if that's the best way to explain it, mm. uh, it is something that I, I enjoy would be not giving it uh, all the credit that it deserves. It makes life uh, turn for me. Outside of my wife and kids, uh, it's you all. So being able to be with you all in this space, whether it be you know our young ladies with, with WLA or our young men with MLA or you all together, um, I don't know if you all know how much you mean to me and how you wake me up every day to keep going. So it's it's special. For sure. Um, one thing uh, I could definitely attribute a lot of who I am as a person to you and and the other leaders in this organization. Um, just just doing things that are life changing, you know, going to Atlanta to the Saab conference out there and just meeting mm -hmm. a bunch of wonderful people. Um, going to the Capitol and and fighting for things that we believe in right. just skills that no other program really I see doing anything anything like that and like it really is mm -hmm. uh, transferable to I mean whatever whatever right. we want to do in the future that's awesome yeah. mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. like I think the skills I learned in MLA I never would have learned those in school you know and we're kind of talking about that we're on a task force right now I'm working with you and um, we don't learn those type of things in school so right. I think that's why programs such as these are so necessary and that's one of the things that's exciting about men's and women's leadership academy is it is a full-blown a through g approved yes. curriculum so the more that we can get it into the school during the regular day and getting a teacher that's in there that has that same passion making sure we have the right person in there with you all we can be able to bring this to more students to be able to build them in different ways so that we can one continue to focus on the academic side but can you know really turning ourselves into a place where life data matters. Sure. Now, I think that's the perfect transition to what is life data matters? What is life data matters? It is. Uh, wow. So I've gotten that question often. I uh, actually just wrote a blog recently about what it is. And for us, it's, it's transformed over time. Uh, but we know at the end of the day that it's data with a soul. It is the human testimony of our young people and the work that they see and are feeling from what we do. Uh, it's love. It's us showing how much we care about each other. It's about recognizing that you're a real person, that you come with real issues, you come with real happiness, you come with real concerns. Um, and it's us making sure that we pay attention to the fact that although we want you to graduate and we want you to go to college and do well, mm -hmm. I more importantly want to make sure that you're good human beings. Because if you're not a good human being, but you're really great at math, eh, yeah, I don't really know if all of that matters because I'm not sure how you're going to be going through life. I need for you sure. to be in a place where you understand that the rent you pay for being on this earth is helping others, right? Mm -hmm. And I've heard so many different people say Martin Luther King said that, Muhammad Ali said it, they probably both said it at some point. But I need us to understand that that's why we're here. We're here to make sure that everybody else is growing. Everybody is in a space where they are having a sustainable life that is filled with happiness and they can move through. Um, and on top of that, if we can get you graduated from college, that's the cherry. That's the bonus. But we want to make sure that you're good people and that you have a good space where you can move through life successfully. And if I had to, you know, say what Life Data Matters is and I had to explain to someone, I would say not only data with the soul, but minus all the numbers and the quantities because you can't really – it's, it's not quantitative. You can't say, oh, this is how I'm feeling today. Mm -hmm. Put that in a, gr a bar graph. Right, so right. I'm 30% I'm happy and like 60% <laughs> depressed and the other 10%, <laughs> I'm not sure yet. Like, that's not going to happen. Can't do that. Right. Um, so the values you teach us um, that obviously we're not getting in school, 
Are those the same types of values you teach your own children? You say that as if you're not my child. <laughs> mm. Come on, Gavin. Mm. Oh, man. That's you're true. all my babies, right? That's true. There's yeah. three that biologically have me as a father, but at the end of the day, it takes a village to raise a child. Mm. And you are a part of my village. So, That's yes, true. to answer your question, it is the same things that my young people, my three at home, who I love dearly, who I would die for, who who mean the world to me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I teach them the same things that you are getting here because you are my child. And and for people that don't know, um, for uh, like about the organization MLA and, and the adults involved, it really is like a family. Um, mm-hmm. At each individual school, and also we have a youth council. It really is like a brotherhood and a sisterhood with with uh, MWLA as well. Um, and just just really supportive. That's like one of the biggest things that MLA stands for. Beautiful. Exactly. Um, so you kind of mentioned before, you know, you back in your younger days, uh, what kind of music you were bumping uh, and all that. Did I say um, that? I don't think that we were talking about back in the younger days. I think we were talking about right now. Well, you know what? I have a picture, and I hope we can show our audience, but um, I'm sure you recognize this one. Yeah, I recognize that picture. Mm. Yeah. yeah so, Suspender um, Marcus. Suspender Marcus. Yeah, so this nice. dapper dude right here. Uh-huh. Um, when you were that age, which, how old were you, by the way? Oh, mm, 16, maybe around there. 16, okay. 17, I don't know. Somewhere around there. Okay, and you, you're how old I'm are you? 16. 16, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm 19, He did not look 20. as good as I did at 16. Hey, I, can't, I can't I don't know, man. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just playing. I couldn't rock um, suspenders like that. There's no way. <laughs> There's wow. No, that, no, that's style. I like that. No, I'm saying I, like I couldn't rock suspenders like that. Th- oh, this is true. You. you couldn't. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you were that age, I want to get inside the mindset you were in that age. Mm-hmm. Um, where were you at as far as, you know, what did you want to be when you grew up? Ah, uh, so I always had it in me to want to help people. I always mm-hmm. knew that I wanted to be a teacher of some sort. I initially, though, if we're talking about at that time, I wanted to be the a part of one of the best R&B groups that you've ever heard. Mm. Um, I was in a singing group uh, during that time called Perfect Timing. I uh, love those four brothers. We still all have a very close relationship to this day. We spent uh, close to nine years of our life together uh, performing and uh, traveling with each other. So. You know, there was a good part of me at that time, 16, 17 years old, where what I was trying to do was music. I was trying to be in that space. Uh, but music also was the reason why I was able to go to college. So uh, it all made sense for me. But, you know, I always knew I wanted to teach. I just didn't fall into that space of this was where my purpose was until mm-hmm. later in life. For sure. That's crazy because, um, like, just talking about music, I'm really interested in music now. Um, and one of the one of the ways I got into music was MLA. Um, and a quick story about uh, about you and me. I don't know if you remember, but we were in the car on the way to the Capitol, um, and this dude was singing uh, Benita Applebum like straight falsetto, like. And then when uh, you say this dude, are you talking about me? You, yeah, you. <laughs> I can see that. Yes, I, like I he was that. he was two octaves above like what they were doing, and then me and Raymond were just like, what is this dude listening to? And then we like. I think we said something to you, like we were joking, and you were like, um, you're like, you don't know nothing about this or something. Mm-hmm. We were like, whatever, old man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went home and listened to it, and I was like, all right. And now you're in love with right. Tribe Called yeah. Quest, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. See? There you, go. you ain't know nothing about that. And, I, I, and you got hey. the best music playlist, like, 
it just ranges, and it's, I like your music playlist, by the way. I appreciate Whenever that. Whenever I'm in the car with you, I'm like, ooh, you know what? Make sure I you like let Dylan and PJ know that every time you see them, because they probably will say they're back. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Dylan's PJ, uh, shaking his head in the background. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, about music, now that we're on that. So um, do you want to talk to us about your career? Because I know you worked with a couple people. Um, so couple. talk. Yeah, talk to us about your music career and your aspirations with that. Yeah, sure. So, you know, as a young man, part of the singing group Perfect Timing, we did some really cool stuff, got to travel a lot. Um, you all may not know of groups like High Five. Uh, we knew Twister and were traveling with Twister when he was Tongue Twister <laughs> before he dropped that off. We knew Common before he was Common and he was just Common Sense, but he had to change that name. Uh, we knew Kanye before Kanye was Kanye, you know, No ID, who now runs Def Jam Records. That's wild. Uh, one of my closest friends is DJ IC Dre, who is Twister's mm-hmm. DJ, Road DJ, uh, is now, you know, spinning on number radio stations. If you got Mixcloud, look up DJ IC Dre. He does some amazing mixes. Uh, so it's just been a great opportunity. DJ Voodoo, uh, Voodoo Spells Entertainment. He's done, if you remember the movie ATL uh, with T.I., he did the title track with Jamie Foxx, the uh, ATL title track on that. So I was in his wedding, another one of my close friends. So mm. music music was our life. Uh, Frank uh, Frank Higgins, Frank Nitty, as we called him. Uh, we had a record company together with another great friend of mine, Marlo Whitlow. Uh, it was called M-Dub Records. And we had uh, a couple of artists, Randy Malone, who is now signed with Avant. Uh, we had Howie T., uh, Lifeline Inc. and Young Players, who are all now down in Atlanta doing their thing. And then one other person we had was Arrogant. Uh, Arrogant had a song that was uh, entitled Swing On Is, and I'm going to leave the rest of that off because this is a children-friendly podcast. <laughs> but that one song actually made it to the top Billboard 100. It actually Ooh. was uh, our video got played on BET. Hey. Uh, it was getting amazing spins uh, on the radio for a while, so... You know, music music is my life. I love music. I love singing. I love playing. You know, I play four different instruments. So it's just ex- it's exciting to be in that space, and I, I love what it does for me. So as I hear you talk about, you know, all the people you've worked with, I'm hearing a lot of clout and a lot of power. Nah. What made you? S- I mean, I'm those just are some those are some recognizable names, but they are. But what what made you stop? Y'all, mm. it's mm. really that simple. Okay. I love working with young people. At the end of the day, that's my purpose. It took me a while to understand that. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes we think we know which way God wants us to go. And we keep trying to do things, but then we don't understand, why can't I get over the hump? Mm-hmm. How do I perform with a common or a twister or a high five back in the day, but I can't get over the hump to get to that next place? Because at the end of the day, that really wasn't my space. My space was to be an advocate for my people. My space was to be working with young people and be able to raise you all up to a life that I know that you all can have. Um, My space and my purpose was this. So at the end of the day, y'all, that's the answer to that question. It's real simple, man. I love y'all dudes. And you too, CC. I love you too. Hey, and just imagine, like, think of it this way. Just imagine if everyone had that mindset especially and i know we have so many great teachers in our district and just around the For world sure. but but imagine if every teacher had that importance you know mm-hmm. I, i'm saving someone you know right um but i i love that man i appreciate it um so i want to talk about something else as well because the tragedy of what happened to stefan clark that was fairly recent mm-hmm. um, in sacramento 
Um, do you want to talk about your, you know, your involvement with that? Because I know you were involved heavily. Sure. Okay. Sure. So, um, first, I want to give a lot of credit to uh, many different people. That's not my phone. I just want to make sure everybody knows that. Um, there's a lot of folks that were involved with that, um, from Jasper James uh, and the work that her and Darcy Totten are doing to be able to help build black, but then also with Women's March, um, Tanya Faison and, you know, Sonia and what they're doing with Black Lives Matter, Sacramento, mm -hmm. uh, from Pastor Les, uh, just a number of folks that could be named in it, Sacramento Kings and, and the work that they yeah. contributed to this, D'Angelo Mack. Keon, there's so many different names, Barry Axius, there's so many different people uh, who have uh, been doing a lot of work, who have been on the front lines. Um, I spent probably a good two weeks in that front line space, uh, really trying to be at all the rallies, trying to show my face, trying to support in whatever way that I could. Mm -hmm. uh, and then kind of taking a step back and saying, how can I find other resources, um, which is where you would see other folks like a Jackie Rose, uh, like a Greg King, like a Daryl Roberts, you know, who are doing some things, maybe more behind the scenes helping the family helping helping grandma helping mom helping dad you know so sometimes people don't realize that there's simple things that are, that families need during those times uh like a meal right mm -hmm. so uh, that was one of the first things i did was just went and grabbed food and took it to the house um but then us you know getting into the space of being at city council and uh being able to help stevante you know stefan's mm -hmm. brother and in supporting him through all of what he's going to and going through, excuse me, and continuing to go through, you know, and there's still, there's still a lot of work for that family that needs to be done because they're still in that house, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, and that's a traumatic situation. Mm -hmm. You know, they watched a loved one be murdered, you know, in the backyard of that house, you know, from, from Stefan's niece to, to, uh, grandma, you know, there was a level of generation of folks that were in the house during that time. Uh, they, seen that witnessed what happened mm. so there's still a lot of work to do so i don't in yes, any way want to make it seem like we're done mm -hmm. um and there's still a lot of tragedy that's happening in sacramento you know we know about stefan clark and we know about a few others but there are uh, many other folks who are still being harmed by our police there are folks that be are being harmed by community violence um and there's these things that we need to do to to build our community and work in a way uh like we never had to before um and especially when it comes to police violence and and that's that's just where we are you For know sure. so we're going to continue that work um and I, w I was at a few of those rallies um and just while i was there i really did feel like the sense of community but i couldn't help to think like what other ways could we make a difference um and as a young person a young activist i i was going to ask you advice for what are some other approaches to to bringing people together and trying to make a change? Yeah, so that's a great question. You know, Sean King talks a lot about the idea of we, we're good at energizing folks and getting them excited about what's happening. We're good at organizing folks in a way to be able to go out and do marches. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes we don't plan. Sometimes we don't get behind the scenes and realize that uh, for real change, that means we need to get involved with policy, yeah. right? So um, as young people, how do we go to the Capitol and be able to speak uh, in front of assembly members and talk about, you know, the need for transparency when it comes to police violence. Those are things that you can do. How do you get yourself better educated when it comes to policy work and what that looks like? Um, there's also the idea that one of the things that we don't do well is we don't we don't fund 
these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I say that, uh, it takes money to be able to continue to do these movements. So what are some ways that you can think of as a young person to be able to possibly go out and, and push the idea of, hey, we need support in monetary donations to be able to do X, Y, and Z, whatever X, Y, and Z might be. Um, but there's a lot of behind the scene work that happen. And I think if the more that you can educate yourself and we will continue to do that in men's and women's leadership Academy, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're going to do some things around voting was just having a conversation yesterday about doing some pieces with voting as that's getting ready to come up and the importance of being able to get folks out. And if you're a young person that can drive, maybe there's things that you could do like go picking up an elder, you know, that can come and now take them to they so that they can vote or even making sure that you go to the house and say, Hey, let me help you fill out your mail in ballot. And then I'll make sure that that gets mailed out. So there's a lot of different things that could be done. We do not need people to be standing out in the front marching all the time. Yeah. Everybody doesn't need to do that. That's not everybody's lane. For sure. There are other things that can be done. What you can't do is be quiet. What you can't mm-hmm. do is sit in silence because your silence is violence. So we need you to be in a way finding something that you can do. Even if it's as simple as I'm going to repost everything that a Sean King or a Carmen Perez or a Tamika Mallory or a Tanya and Sonia, anything that they're posting and you're following them, repost it because mm-hmm. the more that it gets seen, the more people know. People don't understand. It seems simple, but it could be so powerful if enough of us do it. Yeah, for sure. And just the little things are so important. Like you mentioned, bringing food over, driving somebody somewhere. Mm-hmm. Just the little things shows how much you care. So That's I right. think it's awesome that you were involved doing those things. Um, and that inspires me to do, you know. Awesome. Just I'm like glad. You. Um, so we're going to go back to MLA real quick. So what is your vision for the future? And we kind of talked last weekend at the youth council meeting. But what is your vision for us and for you and for MLA, WLA, um, MWA together as a whole? Yeah, sure. Vision? So lot of different things there's a lot of different questions in that one really big question Gavin I just want to say that out loud Um, I'm hoping that one day we have this in every school uh, where it's a classroom where more young people can be reached uh, where we're continuing to see this as a program that grows outside of the classroom I'm hoping that one day we can have an, an actual building that we can use that's just for men's and women's leadership Academy where we can bring you all in to be able to do one, three, five-day conferences, workshops, where we're spending time with each other and really working on policy or focusing on a campaign and doing some extra work. Uh, for myself, I hope to, you know, five years from now, I may be traveling the world maybe a little bit more than I'm doing right now and really consulting uh, and bringing this to folks. You know, someone that I look to as a mentor uh, and really admire the work of Dr. Christopher Emden Uh, One of the things he said a long time ago that I think is so true is that the work that many of us do can be taught. And the way that he said it was this magic can be taught. We can teach other adults to be able to do this work with young people. Their heart has to be there. There's some some intrinsic things that have to be a part of who they are in order to do that. Mm -hmm. But this magic can be taught. So how do we one day take a band of you all and say we're going to go to North Dakota and we're going to help train a group of teachers to be able to understand what it means to be able to reach young people in a way that's filled with love right because we're consistently telling teachers don't love on the babies you're not there to be their friend and I'm like well that sucks because they're with you more than anybody else Mm -hmm. so if we can get people to understand that importance and if it's coming from you all 
uh, that's going to be exciting. And what I'm also hoping is that, you know, 10, 15 years from now, somebody's interviewing Gavin, someone's interviewing Gio talking about, so what's your vision for Men's and Women's Leadership Academy now that you're leading these programs? For sure. Right? Because I'm tired. <laughs> getting old. I'm getting old. Oh. It's, it's real talk. I'm tired. Right? And I know yeah. that I can't be in this space doing this all the time. I know I can't be the one, right? Just like there's many others. Eventually, we have to be okay as uh, older, to take from Geo, uh, older folks. We have to know when it's okay for us to move out of the way and allow young people to take the reins and start doing the work. But you're not comfortable doing that if you haven't really trained the young people the right way. And that's what I'm hoping that we myself, Dylan, Adrian, Mama, Aaliyah, you know, I, Coach Crandall, I, that's what I hope that we're doing for you all is that you understand that we're not trying to be here 15, 20 years from now still doing this work. We're trying to make sure that you're in a place to then take up the reins, to then teach other young people to do this work so we can create a sustainable situation where Men's and Women's Leadership Academy is something that is around for 100 years. Mm-hmm, for yeah. sure. Legacy, baby. Legacy. Um, so I appreciate talking legacy, to you. Legacy. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's just started. Good. I went into my Jay Z piece. Goofy Marcus. Um, <laughs> I, I just love talking to you because you have a, a a vault of knowledge in your head, and um, I wish we can get you on the podcast again. You know, just last week when we were at the youth council, I was firebombing you with questions. You remember that? I do. And um, so I, I just love asking questions. I love talking to people, and I I really appreciate you coming on. But we're gonna close out here. I got some questions for you about the future okay um i'm just gonna ask real quick where do you see yourself in five years where do i see myself in five years yes. in five years i see myself uh really knee deep in my nonprofit, um being in a space where i'm bringing men's and women's leadership academy as well as my leap program which is leaders empowered to achieve anything possible uh along with brother to brother and sister circle Bringing that to bringing that to schools and communities throughout the country, uh, because I believe that it is time for us to be able to provide this, you know, to more than just the lucky few that get to know a Marcus Struther or get to know a Dylan Fisher. That's unfair. We need to make sure that our our babies across the country mm. have the opportunity to be with great folks. And there's great folks, right? campaign for black yes, male achievement of course. you know with, with the rumble and and what anthony smith is doing in louisville kentucky to linnell ramey and what he's doing in milwaukee to anthony shoecraft in seattle to chris chapman in oakland there's folks doing the work but it's unfair for young people to have to be lucky enough to know us mm-hmm. we need to make sure we get more adults who can be in a space where they can be doing the magic all over this country so that our babies can thrive and then we can make this country a better place Sound a little bit like a Whitney Houston song right there, but we're going to go with it. <laughs> um, and then as the youth, um, who I hope we're representing well, what question, do you have any questions you'd like to ask Gio or I? So that, woo. So that's a, that's a great question. Um, I would, for me, the question I would want to know from you all right now is why do you continue to stay in this space with us old guys? As Gio would say. Um, I think uh, as much as we like to pretend like you guys are not cool or you're outdated or you're lame, which sometimes is true <laughs> in some things, um, the way everything works in, in our society, in any society, is knowledge just gets passed down from generation to generation. And I think if you surround yourself with the right adults that are, mm. that are doing the right thing, being productive with their life, um, 
then you'll you'll follow suit and you know i want to surround myself with with you guys those kind of people so that i can end up in in a, a place like what you're doing you know as i Beautiful. get older i love that love that if i had to answer that same question um i would say that you know history repeats itself i would say getting knowledge from people like you old people um <laughs> it, it enables us to you know protect ourselves and then um you know just just prevent all these bad things from happening um, I just I talk to anyone. Um, I ride I ride light rail, the bus, and stuff, and I'll just talk to anyone. I just love hearing hearing how people are doing and and where have you been through your testimony and all that. So I just I just love talking to people. Um, and I have love. And that's amazing because that's one thing that I think uh, we do not do well with getting young people to understand the importance of getting that library, yes. right? And when I say get that library, and you all have heard me say this before, of course, it means us quote unquote old folks. We, we know some stuff, right? And we're not always going to be around. So the opportunity to be able to talk to us and get what we have as knowledge is great. So I, I love and appreciate you doing that. Yeah. And, and as much as, you know, you hear making your own mistakes and learning from, of course, that's great. But why make a mistake when you can learn from someone like yourself and just not go through that again? Um, so thank you so much for being on here. Um, one last huge question. What is your dream, a radical dream? What's your dream for the future? My radical dream for the future is to be able to see uh, you all one day taking the reins and being able to change this world because I know I'm not going to see all of the change in my lifetime. But as Tupac said, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I have at least sparked the mind that will one day change the world. And that is what I'm hoping will happen. Yo, he said it right there. Dropping gems. As always, thank you so much, Marcus, for being on. I appreciate uh, it's a y'all. pleasure. Thank you so much. Yep. You guys stay tuned. We're coming with more great content. This is the We Dream Podcast, Men's and Women's Leadership Academy. My name is Gavin. My name is Gio. And thank you so much, Marcus. I appreciate it. We y'all. out. Peace. Let's do it.